Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the house band, and I'm Danny Black, and we got Chris on guitar and Horatio at the bottom, and this is episode 269 of Hobby Hotline. What's going on, guys? What's up? Another Saturday. Right. Well, we got a big Saturday. We got college football. We got baseball playoffs. So how about a a little morning show to get everybody started? Going to try to keep up today. Good morning, folks. What's up? Clean, cheap shots. Um, what's going on in the hobby? And I thought we'd have a little bit of fun today. We've had too, too much seriousness. So, um, let's talk about some of the stuff going on and get right into it. If I can figure out, uh, all my buttons here, uh, two cards, one bounty. So we've already, uh, talked about, uh, uh what's going on. Uh, we've already talked about tops, uh, making a mistake. If I, if I'm correct, it was 95 cards. Um, is, <laughs> It's Danny and the Dodos. That would not be my band name, Ruben. Um, Mad City Brew, what's going on? So Tops produced, I think it was 95 cards that they produced one-on-ones that actually they produced duplicates of, um, if I have my numbers correct. And w- what I thought was a pretty good idea is they put a bounty out, a, a very high bounty, an extremely high bounty, um, to try to recover uh, the duplicate cards. Um, I guess I just wanted to you know, talk to you guys. What's up, Philly Joe? Um, and think, you know, first of all, what do you think about the, the idea of solving the problem with the bounty and then the prices that they're putting on them? Horatio? Yeah, I mean, my, my biggest thing is, uh, you know, who, who box, right? Like if, if two people have the super fractor, who's the one turning it in, right? And, and what if they both get turned in at the same time? I don't know. Is the offer stand for, for both? I think the it's the first one in. first. Whoever's first. Okay. And then how do you know who submitted it first? And then what are they doing with the extra super fractor? All the, that, that's kind of like what I'm wondering, you know, on Tops' end. Um, as far as the prices go, you know, I think I think it's fair. I think Tops is doing the right thing with uh, by the by the consumers. I think that they kind of had a, you know, they're saying this is our fault, quality control, whatever the case is. And while they are overpaying for some of these cards, or maybe you know, it seems like they're overpaying now. You know, right? There could be the next Mike Trout in there. There could be the next whoever in there. Um, for the moment, it looks like they're they're trying to do right by the community and, and trying to fix it as best as they can. So uh, it's good to see them do that. I, I read that it's somewhere uh, upwards of $700,000, like the entire amount that they're kind of offering for all the cards, um, which is, you know, a good chunk of change for tops, probably a small dent, but it's still still decent. It's a lot for 95 cards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris, first thoughts uh, for for how the whole situation, how it was handled uh, from a marketing. Well, first of all, I, I think I should explain that it is considered standard operating procedure for card companies to print a little bit more 
than they put into the packs. So for a parallel that's serial numbered to say 99, they'll print like 10 extra cards for damage and quality control purposes. That way, if you pull a, pull a pack and it's either grossly off center or comes out of the pack with a dent corner, you can send it back and they'll give you another one. Uh, so that's why they printed two super fractors for each card. Second of all, I mean, this is the second straight year Tops has had a serious quality control product problem with a Chrome product. You know, last year it was in Tops Chrome where they forgot to include the uh, the high number short printed rookies, and they they kind of resolved that with those silver packs that they distributed. And with the MVP promotions, um, I'm going to be careful saying this, but, you know, under Fanatics ownership, um, Fanatics doesn't exactly have a um, reputation for quality control in most of their their products. Um, it, it was a news item here in, in the Philadelphia area because the Eagles are, are going to be wearing Kelly Green uniforms. They brought them back this year. And the escape it finally the went on sale, and a lot of the numbers on the front were applied diagonally instead of straight. So, and these were directly from Fanatics, and you, you know, you, we we've seen stories of a lot of Fanatics merchandise having problems like that, like a a New York Islanders T-shirt that said Rangers on the front but had the Islanders logo. Things like that. So um, is this going to become more of an issue as Fanatics' ownership of Tops continues? Okay, now let me get to your question about the bounties. Uh, yes, this is more the, the kind of bounties that, that Tops is putting out there. I think the lowest is three grand and the highest is something like 25. And, and it's set based upon the, the priority of yeah, market value. Perceived value of the right. card. Of, yeah. So this is the most amount of money that these cards are ever, ever going to sell for, if you okay. think about it. I mean, if you think about the history of the Bowman brand ever since they brought in the Superfractor, you know, between the three flagship Bowman products, Bowman, Bowman Chrome and Bowman Draft. There are hundreds, hundreds of prospects that each have a superfractor. And you could probably count on one hand the number of the cards that will be hobby relevant in about five or ten years. Um a good point. go on, go on Com C right now and type in random year Bowman Chrome Refractor. And you'll yeah. see super Bowman Chrome Superfractor. And you'll see superfractors for like less than a hundred dollars. You'll see like, superfractors of guys you've never heard of. Yeah, from like ten or fifteen years ago. So if Tops is willing to give you three, five, ten grand for a superfractor of a card that more than likely five, ten, fifteen years from now will be worth a hundred bucks at most, you'd be stupid not to take that cash in now. And, and and I gotta think, you know, does, does Tops really even need to pay this much? Are are they a bit overcompensating with some of these bounties here? Well, let me catch up on a couple of comments because I think it speaks to it. And uh, 
Philly Joe says, I don't think it was a mistake. I think it was a calculated marketing ploy by Fanatics. Bravo, Fanatics. And then Vintage Card Collector says, Tinfoil Hat Brigade out in full force. Um, so I guess we got two sides of the same coin there. Um, you know, two years in a row, you know, one shame on me, two shame on you. You know, I guess, you know, every year I, there might be something. As far as selling the cards, uh, Orlando says, take the money and run. Couldn't agree more. Uh, and real quick, just uh, because I'm a big fan and I've been to the store, Rex, how are you doing from the sports card shop? So glad to have you and uh, glad to be on the screens there. Um, I'd be curious from people in the chat room uh, how how they feel just about, you know, how this was handled and if they would take the money. Um, and then the question is, is there going to be a, a secondary market for some of this? If you're not sure the first card has been redeemed or, you, you know, uh, I believe they are publishing a list of cards. They, they are publishing yeah. a list and, and on, on Top's website, they, they do mark which card, which bounties have been claimed. So that's only fair. Super fractor of a guy that's been claimed, too bad. You got well, yourself I mean, a super fractor. Uh, Horatio, before we move on, if you pull a super fractor, how quickly are you getting to that Top's website to see if it's. First thing I'm doing. Um, yep. Because, like Chris said, I mean, they're overcompensating. It kind of makes you wonder why they're overcompensating. Um, and, you know, the comments are saying, you know, it's a one big old marketing ploy. Um, do they have to do that, though? I mean, is that really kind of, you know, bring more eyeballs to Tops Fanatics? Is that really uh, the – I don't see the end game here, right? Like, I mean, are people becoming more fans of Tops now because uh, – you know, and Fanatics because um, – you know, because they've, they're overpaying for a mistake. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, Randy says that uh, he would sell every high price card I pull. He couldn't get three hundred and thirty from for his Oscar Colas. Now, um, I do remember when Oscar Colas was the uh, hottest thing. Uh, Rex, who who runs a shop, says no way. Tops did this on purpose. David Adams, Tops, uh, BBCE already had bounties on the one on one Ruth to drive sales for Bowman Chrome. It's an excellent point. This was a mistake, and they're doing something to fix it. Good on them. Um, and uh, I think backing that up, Bo, uh, first of all, good morning, Bo. Uh, this was certainly not a marketing ploy. So, um, and then we have, I don't sell, I would keep it. Um, I don't know if that's tongue-in-cheek or if you really would. I'd be curious. Uh, it might depend on the player for me, but I don't think there's anybody in this set. I think Ethan Salas uh, is the highest price one, uh, if I'm correct, a catcher for the Padres. Uh, in their system, international signing. Um, all right, moving uh, on. You guys got anything else on that? No, just uh, yeah. I think it shows also just how much money they have, which is great. Take the money and run. Yeah, you both of you, you both said money at the exact same time. So <laughs> I, you know, I think I think we know what I might be driving this hobby. A little little surprise. Um, keep collecting, kids. Um, moving on to uh, from that the taco fracture. Everybody knew we had to talk about it, but I also wanted to talk about uh, an important topic that all of us uh, constantly battle with. If you want a taco, where are you going? Uh, so let's start with the Taco Fracture card. There was a parallel with, with, with a taco, and uh, it turns out there was, uh, was it uh, nine, uh, 299 different players? Uh, do I have that number correct, guys? I, and a wild number, card. And number 300 was the wild card. So the uh, promotion uh, turns out is a Taco Bell promotion, 
And if you have the card of the person who steals the first stolen base in the World Series, you win what they're calling a lifetime of Taco Bell, uh, which is a $15,000 gift card, which I got to be honest, uh, for some people might be a month, other people might be two lifetimes. Um, in college, it would have been more like a month. Um, <laughs> Bo, if I want a taco, I can tell you the last place I'm going is Taco Bell. They do have a other nickname for a reason, maybe. Um, I'm just curious from you guys, what do you think about this as, as a marketing idea? And, and, and uh, Chris, I'll go to you first on this one. Uh, do, do you about the other part of the prize. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, the wild card? 5000 I think it's like $5,200 in cash from Tops to pay for taxes. Oh, I, I, you know what? So... That, that, so it's that, almost twenty grand. Well, covering the taco cash. tax is important. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Bo says if I want a lot of time at Taco Bell, I would sell it faster than a Topps Superfractor buyback. Um, that's very funny. Um, so, so Chris, what do you think about this? I mean, does this drive anybody to to seek out the cards? Is this? I mean, Taco well, Bell has done promotions with the World Series in the past. Well, first of all, you can't really seek out these cards because. They're serial numbered to only five copy. I mean, you can't find these cards even if you wanted to. Yep. So why why seek them out? So yeah. Um, it, it it seems to me though that when the first wave of taco fractors came out with when Chrome was released, that this contest really wasn't a part of this. <laughs> that they may have just thought of this a couple of weeks ago. Like we made now, a card with the taco, quickly justify it? Yeah, to try and just... And, and look, I, I have no pro The taco fractor, yes, it's stupid. But stupid does have a place in this hobby, okay? I, I remember when, you know, Fleer made, like, those cards that look like a Dunkin' Donuts cup. It was called Dunk and Go Nuts. Yep. I mean, that was stupid, but that was also it not worked. licensed. But that was not licensed. Of course not. But you know, of course not. <laughs> uh, that seventies card show. I'd rather have a new Perez Diamond Immortals out of four ninety nine, which did ship in the last week or so, than any modern one of one. Um, yes. yes, and and I'm not going to post, but I uh, <laughs> love you, John. Um, and then uh, now we're talking. See, this is serious stuff. And I had dinner there last night, so this is just not not lip service. Give me some Waffle Fractor and a lifetime of all-star breakfast from Waffle House. Uh, focus to photo. Uh, give them uh, any ideas. They'll actually do it. it I, I would be opening up packs like I haven't since I was six years old. Um, I can tell you right now, bacon, bacon egg, and cheese uh, bowl, uh, hash browns. Um, Got to go. Horatio. Tacos, Taco Fractor. Where, where do oh, you right, stay? Right, right. Horatio, what's your Waffle House order? Yeah. You go to? I keep it simple, man. The Waffle House, I make sure it's hot coming straight off the griddle. So just two scrambled eggs and some um, and some hash browns. Okay. Straight up. You know, straight up. You, you know, with the, anything with the, in the hash browns? Nice coffee. Oh, yeah. I, I put ketchup on the hash browns for sure. Oh, 
that's yeah. a whole separate episode. <laughs> um, um, yeah, Taco Frank. Listen, listen I, I, I think it's like I think Chris said. Like I think they put in this taco thing, not knowing what it was going to be, but uh, I think it's turning out to be pretty brilliant. So, uh, for one thing, right, it gives a card. You know, it's out of five. Yes, it's so it's limited, but it it gives a card actual worth. Okay, so it's not like a, a PSA ten uh, of twenty thousand, right? That's worth a hundred dollars for no reason. Like this card actually has monetary value because you know five of them, you get fifteen thousand dollars worth of Taco Bell, you know, through your lifetime. Um, so they're committing seventy five thousand dollars. It's got people talking, and it could be anybody. It doesn't have to be a superstar player, right? It could be a bench warmer. Well, they've got to make it to the World Series, though. They, they got to make it to the World Series, yeah. So so that that is true, but that again, so. Who could that be? That could be, you know, I, it could be anybody, right? It could even be the accounter for that with the wild card uh, uh, card where it could be a guy that they didn't even print a card of. Um, so that's where the wild card comes into play. Um, and there's just so many things that you could do with it. Like, I would love it if the guy or the woman that wins the card or has the cards or the five cards, if they're like a vegan health <laughs> advocate, you know, so they have zero purpose, really, for the, you know. Oh, you could get the bean burrito. You could get the bean burrito, sure. But then also where they make their own food, you know, they're they're very meticulous about what they eat. And then, like, man, this could go a number of different ways. Like, what if this person says, I'm going to donate my $15,000 worth of Taco Bell to a homeless shelter. And then Taco Bell comes in and says, we're going to match that with another $15,000. And, you know, hey, you know, don't yuck somebody's yum, right? Like. People, people love Taco Bell. Some people love it. And, you know, maybe it's not my thing, but, you know, hey, you could do worse than donating $10,000 worth of food to a, to a shelter or something like that. So my, my mind just goes differently. And what if next year we have a burger fractor? What if the year after we do a, like you said, a waffle fractor? I mean, this could be like a yearly thing. I'm giving them ideas, Chris. I think they should run with this. Uh, Rex says Taco Fractor is not a terrible idea, but it's being poorly executed, in my opinion. Too many players out of the playoffs. Several others have zero stolen bases on the season. Um, absolutely uh, good points, but I I will say the the, the wild card with the pinch runner um, is the only thing that to me um, I just think is is a fascinating option because it could be any team, any player. Um, and in the playoffs, it, it doesn't have to be a ninth inning. You know, it could be earlier on a, on a double switch or something. So that that to me is interesting. Uh, Ruben, I want a crab cake for Hector. Well, we know in Maryland there's two things we do, crab cakes and football. So there's my movie quote for the day. And it was post-1985. Um, all right. So uh, the Taco Fractor, listen, I, you know, I think Taco Bell has done – I think the last couple of years they've done promotions with the world series um, or Fox or wherever the promotion is with. Um, I think it's an interesting idea to bring more people into the game. Uh, they're obviously a successful franchise, you know, as a restaurant or, you know, even if they're taco uh, something else and, and, and it's more of a rental program than a permanent buy uh, service they offer. Uh, but, you know, it, it, I, I think, you know, anything to bring attention to the hobby, I continuously think is a good thing. You know, what if, you know, somebody becomes, you know, a PC uh, collector of Robert Acuna, you know, because they followed this or something else. Um, you know, I maybe there is, you know, a silver lining to that. Mookie says, Taco Bell promotion sounds like a real world Willy Wonka. They should let you make your own tacos. Tops thinking outside the bun. That's hilarious. Um, if you remember those commercials. Uh, Chris. Favorite yeah. food, favorite food that you would do not on an Alan Ginter set. 
My favorite food that <laughs> I would do what? I'm sorry. Not on Allen and Ginter. You'd put into you'd, you'd make it into a taco fractor. Or what would you make? That's a tough one. How about a lasagna fractor? <sighs> I could kill. But instead of numbering them to five, you make them actually collectible for people. Make, don't make it too tough. Collect, oh, that's awesome. Uh, why not just tell us what the prize is going to be up front? Rex, I, I agree with you. That might have been a better way to run the promotion all season. I mean, can you guys imagine if all season we knew this and you were collecting players and you're following which teams were making the playoffs? I mean, how exciting would that have been? So that, But that that's you know. the thing. They may not have thought of that at first <laughs> when they had issued the first wave. They may have thought of this concept. I, I, this is just me talking. I think that Tops and Taco Bell thought of this contest like two or three weeks ago. Or, you know, what, what, the product that had, when, when did Cosmic Chrome come out? When they put the wild card in, that's when they thought of this contest. So um, That's about a month ago. Yeah. They're showing me the odds were insane. Can I imagine replacing that with $15,000 of Burrito Supremes and Baja Blast? Uh, oh, yeah, man. It, Baja Blast Zero Sugar is like nectar of the gods for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can just mainline that stuff, man. Just yeah, inject it into my veins like Barney on The Simpsons with Duff beer. That's oh. hysterical. Uh, that this is awesome. I once won a ticket to the top 70th anniversary party. Um, that's awesome. Anybody has ever won something in the hobby? I'd, I'd love to know that. Um, you guys ever ever hit a redemption or anything big in a pack? I, I want I got a redemption for a card, but I mean, I sold the redemption. I was not going to wait for that card. Anything good? No. Uh, it was Isaac Paredes. Isaac Paredes, who's uh, he was oh, with sure. the Padres at the time, got traded to the Rays. It was like a rookie, yeah. his first Bowman. Uh, he was a decent prospect at the time. He was. Yeah. 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 Um, Bo says, if the Topps marketing department couldn't pull off this collab better, you really think they've been pulling off uh, these other ploys? Question mark. Uh, you know, it's a good, it's a good question. I also think there's something to be said about a company being acquired and, uh, you know, there's some growth and, 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 you know, a learning curve, I think, on any business. Um, and I, I just wonder how long that, that goes for. Uh, Rex says some taco fractures went for upwards of $4,000. I think most people wouldn't put up a $4,000 for a chance to win 15000 worth of Taco Bell food, especially given the odds. Well, that's a fair point. Do you think that Horatio, you think there would have been any money it's or fifteen grand plus that five thousand dollar check? So very important. Remember that the taxes get paid. Yeah. Um, uh, David, I get no luck with packs. I don't either. My wife does. I don't. I don't get it. Uh, Horatio, what, what do you think? Uh, would would there have been any value to these if people knew what it was? Not not long term. Uh, but you know, like I like I think that if Top sticks with it, right? And I know <laughs> the donut fractor, the coffee fractor. Um, the taco fractors will forever be tied to 2023. And so if you, every year you have this, right, you can run with it. It's sort of like tacos were like the, the, the first, right. And yeah, that, that, that does leave a legacy. I got to say, man, I mean, look, the, the, we got to, it's a fun thing. We, it's got us talking about Taco Bell. I would never talk to you about Taco Bell otherwise. Um, so yeah, I'm just saying, I, I think they're, they're onto something, even if it was a mistake, Chris, even if they came up with this idea three weeks ago, it's the right play. Um, yeah, they're, and maybe they're, they're, making, they're making the bet. They're making chicken salad out of chicken, you know, or actually they're making chicken soft tacos out of chicken. You know what? 
So, yeah, you know, well, good for them. Two comments here. First of all, Horatio, I love that idea of, of making it kind of tied in with the year and whatever was popular, you know, in pop culture that year. Uh, make that the f- the food of the year. I'm sure there's some award that somebody gives out for food of the year. I mean, they do color of the year. Uh, Bo says, we, general blanket statement, give tops way too much credit or way too little credit, depending on our own opinion, how it fits our perceived narrative. I couldn't agree more with you, Bo. I, 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 I think that's, that's fair. We're all human beings, and that's absolutely um, a fair comment. Uh, this is important. Uh, this is one, if you want to mark this... Uh, timestamp this guys i go where the fans are looking to lure buffalo wild wings a wings fracture lifetime wings that pay for itself with beverage purchases hard to have wings without beer uh and of course chris taxes would be covered in top of it um i got that that's just fantastic i don't know if they can give away the beer but uh i love that idea yeah Uh, chris you're not a fan look i i I, i've said this is this is the whole concept is stupid, the taco fractor. Sometimes stupid yeah. works, but I don't think it worked in this point in this case. We might Even have a mic this promotion. It it just didn't work for me. Well, this would be a mic drop. A panini panini. Penny. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Panini, panini. Um, I mean, you have that panini refractors. You, you redeem it for a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, here's a great comment. Did anyone see the Tops booth, the National? of the folks were under the age of 25. Who do you think is pitching ideas of product meetings? The adults, zero chance. Um, Very interesting comment. Horatio, what's your thoughts on kind of the age of the the workforce and how that impacts some of this? Yeah, 100%. I I think, uh, you know, I I wasn't at the national, so I I don't know, but the the comment resonates with me. You know, the the young collectors are different from when we were collecting. Um, And they have so much outsized influence because of how savvy they are with social media uh they i think i think they have more money than we did i don't know if that's just me uh you know I, my kids have more money than me so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know i had i had five five ten dollars maybe and go once a week and go to a shop and buy some stuff uh these kids are carrying on cases with slapped cards um you know with, with 100 slapped cards in them i don't know i don't know what's going on so um that's true and so the demographic taco bell like i mean they're they're they've always been on the cutting edge of marketing to to younger to teenagers to the you know college age um so there's that yeah um mookie says yes chris but stupid is often fun yeah Yeah. there's a place for stupid in the hobby i'll admit i'll i'll admit i contribute to it so you know nobody's (laughs) kicked me out of the hobby yet but day's not over um all right i i I think we have uh, covered the taco fracture more than i've wanted to talk tacos this entire week um for people who do content creation i gotta tell you there is a limit sometimes to how much tacos you can talk. Um, and I, I am uh, at my limit of taco talk for the week, guys. Um, but I would like to move on to something that I think has flown under the radar a little bit. Um, and I don't, you know, uh, let's get one more comment in. Uh, when running a promotion, you generally let people know what the prize is before the promotion. Top four reverse and it built the hype. People spent a lot of money and got disappointed. Uh, 
Charles, the, 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 some truth in there. I think that's a fair comment for the people who bought the the super fractors or the taco fractors at high prices. Um, but uh, you know, it is interesting the reverse hype. Um, thank you. All right. So my slabs, Horatio, you want to fill it people in or what they've been doing for a little bit of alternate fundraising? Yeah. You know, in the last, last week or so I've gotten two emails from my slabs. Uh, I do have an account there, um, you know, where, where I've put up some cards. I've never sold the card, any of my cards up there. I just kind of tried out the site. I listed a couple of cards, uh, explored a couple other cards. And so it was about uh, a pre-raise. So my slabs is kind of, you know, looking to grow, uh, their company, uh, I was always attracted by my slabs because they got a lower seller's fee, right? They took like 3%, I believe. Um, I think they started um, at one and bumped it up. Yeah. Bumped it up to, yeah, they started at one and bumped it up to three, which is still great. You know, uh, you know, eBay's taking about 13% plus those 30 cents. Um, and they also were like very serious about like the return policy. Um, they, they were, they were serious about protecting the sellers there. Um, so they've, 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 they're one of the companies that have done really well by the hobby. I would think, you know, they got a, a strong reputation, um, and so now they're looking to grow and, uh, essentially what they're doing is they're allowing, you know, everyday collectors with, for, you know, a minimum of a hundred dollars to start investing in their company before the bigger investors come into play. And, uh, as of, as of today, I think they've raised $115,000, uh, from like a hundred and hundred investors about there. Um, so I, I, I love it. I love the, the alternative investment space, right. Where we're talking about investing in things outside of, you know, traditional stocks and bonds and things like that. Here's an opportunity that you rarely get. Like, I don't know how many other opportunities everyday collectors, you know, for a minimum of hundred dollars, you can you can you can have to collect to invest into one of these, you know, big companies. Which my slabs is not a, is not an eBay or a PWCC, but they're trying to get there. Um, so I, I do appreciate the fact that they are going to everyday collectors first, uh, see how much they they raise. They eventually want to become an auction house. That's where they see their future, where they can start auctioning off coins, collectibles, uh, toys, things like that. One, one last thing, actually very important that I forgot is it seems to me that they've grown slowly. They've taken kind of an organic growth. You see a lot of these companies usually when they start fundraising, they grow way too fast. You know, they, they, and then they start fundraising within a year of existence. And then you know, they, they can't catch up to you know, what they actually want to do. I feel like they've kind of taken their time and now they're ready to uh, take that next step. And it's just, it's just something cool to see in the hobby um, to have a company reach out to the community, say, invest in us before we then go uh, and, and try to get the big bucks. Chris, without it being my slab specifically, do you like the idea of, of people being able to get in where it's typically been venture and big, bigger companies that have uh, bought ownership? Is there any attractiveness to you to be able to invest? I mean, it's really no different than, say, the Kickstarter model that sure. you see, like, you know, Filmmakers, you know, help me make my documentary, chip in a few bucks on Kickstarter. Um, I don't think we've seen something like this in the hobby before. It's different. Um, what, what I want to know is I'm not really familiar. I haven't used my slabs. How different is it from other marketplaces like eBay or PWCC or Golden? And it, it seems like that they're selling point is lower fees but if the fees are too low uh can you be profitable with that well rex uh, says we've used my slabs in the past with solid results vetted sellers zero tolerance low fees all positive things um having said that i can't see how they're making any money with the current model <laughs> so chris to your point um you know it is interesting oh. 
maybe they're selling shares to ordinary people just to fund the operation. That's not good. That's not a good sign if it's true. But well, here here's another interesting point. Uh, Charles T says, "Have to be careful selling on my slabs. They don't capture taxes, and sellers don't understand they are on the hook for them with the new six hundred dollar rule." Um, I, I I don't know how uh, up to speed you guys are on that, but that that's I think still being debated if if it's going to end up at six hundred or two thousand. But either way, uh, in general, people should be aware of getting taxed if you do too much. Um, and Rex says, uh, um, I love uh, what my slab is doing, but I'm not an investor without understanding a path to profitability. That's a fair comment. Um, that being said, I am I have been a seller on my slabs. I I do better as a buyer. I think it's a fantastic platform. I do enjoy buying on there. Um, I've had very good results without any uh, BS or garbage for, from other sellers and, and it being straightforward. Um, I don't know about people in the chat if anybody's used my slabs. Um, Horatio, have you had luck selling and buying or just one direction? Uh, not selling. Uh, I, I bought one card off of there. Uh, it was smooth. You know, the, the, the it's just a you know, peer-to-peer transaction, you know, just like you would at eBay. The, the selling point is the lower selling fees. Uh, and on the buyer's end, kind of, you get a little bit more of, you do have to be vetted. Um, by that, you kind of have a little small application, right? You kind of maybe send in uh, your eBay profile, make sure that you're at 100% feedback, um, you know, which anybody can kind of do that sort of if they want to trick it. Um, yeah, not investment advice. I think that I think that one of the things that makes it unique is is again, like 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 Chris said, like I, I don't recall anything like this in the hobby. Um, they did in their in their uh, kind of pitch say that they've since they started, they've sold uh, 80 million dollars worth of uh, GMV, which is like gross uh, market value. Um, so $80 million worth of product. Uh, and that's the retail value of the cards that they've sold is what that re- means. The retail value. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, definitely like you got to do your research, right? Uh, it's not just like, Hey, here's a great a company with great reputation, throw your money in there. Uh, also with Republic.com. One, one last thing I should add is when you do commit your, your, uh, you're making a pledge uh, right now. So they're not actually taking your money. You're just making a pledge. Uh, yeah. I'm interested in, in investing 500 bucks. Uh, they're not going to take your 500 bucks. It's just a pledge. And then, and then they go from there. Um, so it's a big difference where, you know, you're not, you're not necessarily giving your money. They're not taking your money uh, currently as, as it stands. So if, and when this company becomes profitable, do they plan on paying out dividends to investors or, or, or what, what do I get? What do I get for my hundred bucks? Yeah. I th- In other words. Yeah. Go ahead, Horatio. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of the the big vision, right? I mean, uh, that that's the big question. Like, are is their goal two things? Either they're going to become the next golden auctions, right? Uh, the next PWCC uh, with with even more things, or are they going to become? Or are they looking to get bought out so that you know if the company right now is valued at I don't know, I'm throwing out a number, a hundred million dollars, the bigger fish will buy them out at half, uh, you know, four hundred million dollars. Do you see that happening? So then you forex your money in two to three years. So that, that's the big question. Uh, Mike Petty says, I've used them to buy three or four times and it was fine. I've never seemed to find anything uh, I like on there. Many of the dealers asking the moon. I did a bunch of, of quote, my slabs on there to look at them, though. Um, I got to tell you, Mike, I agree with you in general. Um, however, I will say I've low offered people on my slabs with a lot of success. Um, I, I, I The retail prices, I find that... Uh, you know, 
people are willing to come down. Maybe the cards have been sitting on there for a while and they're, and they're happy to move them and, and get, and get something for them. But I've had a lot of success with that. Uh, Rex. Yeah. I think they're up to 3% either way. It's a tough, tough model. Uh, Mike did not pledge to invest. I haven't pledged yet either. I, I'm still up, uh, up in the air, but I do like the concept uh, of somebody not, not VC being able to invest in a company in the hobby. Um, and I am curious in, in the chat uh, if you could invest other than fanatics, maybe uh, what what company you invest in in the future of the hobby. Uh, and and I'll throw that to Chris and Horatio. Uh, you know, it, it, of all of all the you know kind of the companies that are going, do you see anybody out there that that uh, you like as far as some of the tech or the startups? Because uh, it seems like it's a tough market. I don't know that I feel a hundred percent comfortable with anybody, if if I'm being honest, outside of fanatics. I'm sure I'm forgetting someone. Please tell me. Uh, Orlando says online marketplace is a very tough market to compete in. Any, anything you guys as love? As, I think Beckett is a bit of a distressed asset. That's a good call. I mean, um, I mean, at one time it was called Beckett Media. Now it seems to be like less of a media company and more of a grading company. I think. They, they need to invest more in that media part and not just magazines either, but. Well, they have so uh, much value in their database and the their data. market. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, I mean, it, it's probably the number one news source in the hobby is Ryan Cracknell at Beckett. I mean, yeah. they should add more editorial to that. I'll just say that. Yeah. Kevin Isaacson's listening. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Um, sure it is and I may be available soon. Horatio, <clears throat> sure uh, uh, I just want to get this in real quick. Um, I would invest in Papa Breaks because it's such a great concept. Breaking, yes, that, that, that's probably a fair concept. The breaking model. Now, I think that's going to fall under Fanatics in general in the end, anyway. Um, so that's why I took Fanatics out of this. Um, and Orlando, I could not agree more. There are so many companies moving into the online marketplace space. It is very tough to compete in. Um, and then just to clarify, Charles says, Rex, I'm talking about the taxes the buyer should have paid on the purchase. My slabs isn't collecting them. As a seller, you have to collect them for each state. My slab puts that on the seller. Um, I'd have to look into that. I do not know the fine print on the taxes. Are either one of you familiar? Yeah, um, there, there was a Supreme Court decision a couple of years ago that mandates that uh, if you sell something online, you have to collect state sales tax from the buyer, even if you're in a state like like where I'm at in Delaware, when we don't have a sales tax. If I were to sell something to somebody in state, I don't have to, you know, collect sales tax. But if I were to sell someone, if I were to sell something to you, Danny, in, in Maryland, I'd have to collect five percent Maryland state sales tax. But a lot of the bigger online uh, companies like Amazon, eBay, they do that now for you. They will collect the sales tax and take care of that on their end. But apparently this platform, my slabs, uh, doesn't do that, but you are responsible for collecting that state sales tax, even if you don't live in that state or reside in that state. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, Horatio, uh, Platforms that you like to buy and sell on? Uh, eBay, right? Yeah, eBay. Uh, I like the community on Twitter uh, as well. Uh, I, I like. It how, how is that? I have I have not messed with the community much. Well, on Twitter? Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's it's you know you got, you for, got for, for buying and selling. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I mean, you got people that you know you become familiar with once you make a couple of purchases from them. Um, you know, they they look out for you. Sometimes they throw in an, an extra card. Um, what they'll also do is, uh, you know, they'll look out for cards. They 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 know you collect, and they'll kind of you know tag you whenever they see somebody else selling it. Um, so I do enjoy that community aspect of it, where they're giving you a heads up. Um, hey, you know, here's something you might like, and even if it's from another seller. So uh, it, it's cool. I like the Twitter community a lot smaller. It's a lot harder to sell stuff on Twitter, um, but it's always good to just be on there and kind of check out what people are, are you know, selling. Kind of like a Facebook marketplace. Yep. Yep. Kind of like a Facebook marketplace. Yeah. Uh, and I've never had a, a bad experience ever. So, you know, I've done, you know, upwards of 50, 60 transactions there. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's legit. Okay. Chris, I, I know for a fact, because you and I visit the same LCS, uh, Shout out to Mel and uh, Bellar Sports Cards. Um, and, and we've also hit a lot of the same shows. So I know you like buying in person. Uh, online, do you buy and sell at all? Every once in a while, I'll buy something on like ComC or eBay. But that, that's about it. Uh, most of my purchases are live and in hand. So I, I tried ComC for the first time about a year ago and put 200 some cards up there. Um, all... I would say 90% of them under five, $10. Um, I have had uh, minimal success on comp C. So if there's anybody who's successful selling on comp C, I will take any tips uh, other than the fact that I know I'm not overvaluing them because they give you that range and I'm not, I'm not the high side. Um, but maybe I need to be the bottom. Bo says I've had far fewer issues on Twitter than other fi- than on Facebook groups, not marketplace. That's, that's an interesting comment. Uh, I, I, to be fair, I don't buy on Facebook Marketplace, or I just haven't done it so far. And I've been told that's a big mistake. Um, so if people are buying on Facebook Marketplace regularly, let me know how much of a mistake I'm making. I'm sure it's huge. Uh, that being said, uh, we, we've all got some cards to show that we acquired somehow or somewhere. Um, Chris, you want to go first? All right. So we were talking about Mel's place, Bel Air Sports Cards uh, in Bel Air, Maryland. He just opened up a new a new uh, location. Yep. I think this is now his third different location in five or six years. So is you know it's it's good. He keeps growing. It's you know we here on this side of the Bay Bridge we really don't have any card shops. So Bel Air, even though it's a two hour drive, is pretty much my de facto LCS. And uh, isn't that crazy, Horatio? I just got to interrupt. Two hours he drives. I, that that's yeah. if you guys want to know the passion of a collector. Good job, Chris. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, a couple of months ago, Mel bought a collection, um, uh, and, and it was sorted by player. And I picked through the Ken Griffey Jr. box, and I found a case hit insert from like '99 Metal Universe, and I was gonna buy it, but then Mel kind of picked it out and he said, eh, I think, I think I'm going to set this one aside and sub this to PSA and see what I get. And uh, it came back as a seven and which is good. Cause that's pretty much what I thought it would be. It's this 99 metal universe linchpin. And the thing with this is that these pins are all die cut into the card. That. It's crazy. Oh, it's really cool. And I think the reason why I got it seven is this corner right there yeah. where it die cuts into the corner. So it's not really 
straight or clear, but it looks like one of the uh, dots cut right off. This is a big edge. card. This is a big Griffey from the '90s, uh, and I'm glad that I uh, that I got it. So, here's a shout out to you, Chris. Uh, you go to an NSLCS, a not so local card shop. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think a lot of people may not realize this that people that live in rural areas, Walmart and or Target is our card shop. So, for, yeah. for those of you that live in a place where you have like two or three LCSs within like a 15 or 20 minute drive. I have some compassion for folks out here that got to drive a little bit to get to a decent card shops. Oh, Mike Petty answering the previous question. I seem to like to buy from dealers in my network. I know from net 54 eBay and on Facebook groups still make $500 and less purchases from eBay. Uh, great comment, Mike. Uh, good to know. I, I definitely am expanding as I'm working on uh, some more of my PC stuff. Uh, Chris, shout out. Uh, that that Griffey is sweet. It is very sweet. Yeah. Uh, Horatio, speaking of sweet, what you got? Well, um, this is for all the Swifties out there. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I actually bought this card, no lie, and I had no idea. bought this card like four days before they made it official. So I got this. Uh, I always just love the, the, the Chrome and his expression because I'm going to show another card. So this is my one of my latest pickups. Let me see if I can get this straight here. Whoop, here we go. So it's uh the Travis Kelsey a top scrum rookie card. You know, I'm sorry for the uh the reflection there. But so when I saw it and the reason I got it is because it reminded me I collect 48 Bowman football. So Kelsey's oh. one of the greatest tight ends. He looks just like it reminded me of uh Pihos. Pihos. Look at that. Oh, the same oh, kind of yeah. expression, you know. You you just went next level, Horatio. And uh, I just loved it, man. He, I was like, two great tight ends in the history of the NFL with kind of, you know, similar, you know, pictures there. And so I loved it, man. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And the other card you already had, right? Because you collect vintage football. Yep. Pijos I had already. So when I saw the Kelsey, I was like, that's Pijos, you know, and, and it's another. And it's uh, so I just love I love that look on Kelsey. It's not he's not in a uniform. You know, he's just kind of uh, wearing that United States Under Armour shirt. And it's just kind of a random. Hey, take a picture for us, man. Uh, you know, got him off the into the studio and i think it's cool but did pete pios date one of the andrews sisters <laughs> uh, that's funny you know man I, the, the whole history I, I think he man i, I don't want to speak i these guys they have such a history these guys these vintage guys you know you heard you hear about you read about them some of them dated you know uh, miss americas and things like that um so wouldn't be out of the question uh, if you ever want good stories, uh, find uh, Dandy Don Meredith, former uh, quarterback of, of the Cowboys. Um, th th that's an adult uh, Wikipedia page, I believe. Um, I uh, am very proud that I've finished off the 54 Orioles team set with the uh, very uh, unknown Dwayne uh, Paulette. Um, my favorite fact on here is that in June of 53, the Yankees had an 18-game winning streak. The St. Louis Browns had a 14-game losing streak, and pitching for the Browns, he he won and beat the Yankees 3-1. to one. You don't get stuff like this anymore. Uh, the St. Louis Browns moved to Baltimore in 1954, so this is the 54 Orioles team set the first year in Baltimore. This was a solid $15 buy on my slabs, by the way. Um, solid $15 buy. Um, so for the cost, less than the cost of grading, um, or the cost of grading now, I guess. Um, I was able to get the Dwayne Paulette. So um, I'm thrilled to finish that off. 
Guys, what's on your hobby weekend? Chris, you know, I always... Uh... Uh, not this weekend, but in a couple of weekends is Chantilly. So oh, yeah. I will be going there. Uh, I'm, I'm still up in the air. As yeah. far as today, uh, I'm going to a soccer game later on tonight. Last home game of the season for the Philadelphia Union. Still fighting for that number two slot in the East. Uh, well, you're my soccer guy. How do I get my money back on my messy uh, Apple TV deal? You mean you don't want to watch the other 28 MLS teams? No, I don't. And I pay and, and I paid for the messy deal. Yeah, I guess that's a, another conversation. Yeah. Um, Actually, on Wednesday night, the Chicago Fire sold out Soldier Field for Inter-Miami. And yeah. Messi didn't even make it to Chicago. But, you know, they got a good gate. Hopefully, you know, Chicago's kind of been like one of those uh, kind of irrelevant for the last decade. And hopefully with this will put a boot in their rear end and put a good team out there. So on a separate comment on investing in franchise values, if I win the uh, the lottery, I'm, I'm putting money into uh, into MLS and NWSL. A separate conversation. Horatio, anything on your hobby weekend? Anything planned? Organizing, cleaning, buying, selling? Yeah, I got to pick out uh, five cards uh, to grade. I'm going to pick out just five random cards sent to PSA this weekend. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, a new LCS that opened up about 30 minutes from here. Um, and so they do uh, submissions. And so I think uh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick out five cards and send out a PSA. So. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, I, I'm going to end a little bit early today, but I want to thank everybody. Um, Chris, Horatio. Appreciate it for everybody in the comments. Great comments this week. Um, one of the, one of the best um, shows that, I, that I've had in a while. Just being a pleasure. Uh, go Maryland. Go Orioles. Been waiting all all show. All right, guys. <laughs> See, Keep on you. rocking in the free world, folks. There you yes. go. Thank you, Chris. See you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.